Hello again, you're listening to the news at one. As life returns to normal following the lifting of most pandemic restrictions at the weekend, the jury is still out on whether a fourth vaccine dose for COVID-19 might be needed, according to the head of the European Medicines Agency. The executive director of the EMA, Imer Cook, has told this programme that focusing on the existing vaccination and booster campaigns remains the priority. Following EMA approval last year to vaccinate children, Ms Cook says results from the immunisation of 9 million children in the United States show very reassuring safety data. We've been speaking to Emer Cook this lunchtime, beginning with the latest research they've seen on a fourth vaccine dose. We are looking at the uh, emerging data on the fourth dose. There isn't a lot of experience at the moment. Uh, any countries that seem to be uh, using a fourth dose or, or focusing on vulnerable populations where effectively the fourth dose is the booster. It's the, the equivalent of the booster because uh, three doses make up the primary series. The only country where we have significant experience is in Israel and we're trying to see what the impact of these studies will be. But for the moment, uh, we think that the booster, the current booster, is the way to go. And we would encourage as much uptake as the booster as possible before thinking about uh, a fourth dose, except for very vulnerable individuals. Yeah, one test, I think, in Israel has suggested that that fourth dose is less effective against the Omicron strain. Yes, we've just received some more data from Israel, so we're really we're looking at that, but we're not in a position to give you a definitive opinion on it yet. So we're at least months away then, are we, Imer Cook, from the EMA coming to a decision or a recommendation or an authorisation in relation to this uh, fourth dose? Yeah, the jury is definitely still out, and we have to think about a whole lot of other things, about the impact of repeated boosting, uh, the long-term progression of the disease, seasonality, supply, there's a lot of other things to be thinking about. So again, I'd like to say, please focus on existing boosting uh, campaigns. That's what's most important at the moment. Well, in relation to that, uh, the booster, the vaccination campaign itself has been recently extended here and elsewhere to the under 12s. Slow enough uptake in this country, maybe around a quarter of those who would qualify have so far received it. Perhaps some parents are hesitant. What what can you say to them about the, the data that's coming in relation to the safety and efficacy of vaccination for children? We authorised the vaccine, uh, Comirnaty, for uh, use in uh, children aged 5 to 11 years in December. There was a short delay in the availability of the syringes to allow uh, administration. So the, the campaigns are basically rolling out about now. Now, what I would say is that what we saw in the studies was that very comparable effectiveness against um, severe disease and hospitalization compared with uh, the adult studies. Uh, what we have seen in the meantime is data from 9 million children under 11 vaccinated in the US, which shows very reassuring safety data. And we're looking at that in more detail, but, but 9 million children vaccinated in the US and the data published by CDC is showing very reassuring data. Something like 735 million doses of vaccines have been given to people across the European Union and the European Economic Area as of just earlier, or earlier this month. Um, what are you learning from that data, particularly about um, how long the protection lasts? We're still learning. 
learning. We're still learning because we've had to deal with a number of uh, different variants and the impact of vaccine effectiveness uh, depends on the variant uh, circulating at a particular point in time. So I think what we've seen is that we have, even with the emergence of the Omicron variant, we've still got very good vaccine effectiveness, which uh, in the region of 70% after two doses rises up to about uh, 90% after three doses. But yes, there is a risk that this then does wane over time. But of course, Omicron is now emerging as being a less severe disease, even if it is more transmissible. So do you envisage a situation where people will be offered um, vaccination every year along the lines of the, of, of the flu vaccine? This will just become, if you like, part of the, the, the annual public health um, programme. I think transitioning to a situation where this might be the long-term solution is something that uh, needs to be thought about, but this is not just a regulatory decision. This is something that we need to talk with the best European scientists, with the WHO, um, and with public health specialists across the world. And one of the issues, obviously, is is designing vaccines that that meet the challenge presented by new variants. Now, that's presumably the work work that's ongoing. Um, and and is is that likely to be an important feature of any vaccination programs in the future? Uh, absolutely. I think what we what we need to look at is how the existing vaccines could be variant to cope with. Uh, multiple variants, uh, which would then make them more effective on on a long-term basis. And this is some of the work that we've asked the companies to investigate. Uh, Firstly, to look at effectiveness against Omicron, a variant that would be effective against Omicron, but also to explore or what we call bivalent with two different variants being looked at or multivalent, uh, which could have a broad range of, which could cope with a broad range of uh, different variants. Another aspect of this are the antiviral drugs, the treatments that are emerging that uh, can be used uh, to, to, to help those who, who become infected and become seriously ill. Now, what's the, what's the EMA's assessment of the, uh, of the effectiveness of some of those treatments? We've looked at a, a, a range of different antivirals. Um, All of these have been injectable antivirals uh, to date. Uh, There are two new oral antivirals under evaluation at the moment. Of course, the oral antivirals offer much greater possibilities for use in the uh, general healthcare system, but there's still quite limited data. So we we have only issued a scientific opinion on, on the possibility to use these, but we haven't concluded on the evaluation yet. But promising, but still some areas that would need to be controlled carefully, particularly with respect to side effects or drug interactions. So the EMA is involved in a scientific evaluation of these antivirals. Does, does that mean that for the most, you're, you're saying that countries like Ireland and elsewhere should hold off on using them until that comes through? So we have a facility to give a scientific advice in advance of a full authorization on any promising therapeutic, and in this case, it's these antivirals. And we have already, it's called uh, an Article 5.3 opinion, and this is just the piece of legislation that gives us the possibility to do it. So when we see a, a promising therapeutic, but we don't have the full data, we can give a scientific opinion which gives guidance 
to countries or to individuals, individual prescribers as to how they might use it in advance of a complete authorization. So are you then at a, at a pretty early stage of, of assessing these, these treatments uh, that there's some way yet to go? Uh, no, we're quite advanced, but um, the, the data is still coming in and we may be able to conclude on one of the antivirals this week and I think we're looking at a little bit more review on uh, the second oral antiviral which might push it into next month's discussion. There's been an extraordinary focus from the pharmaceutical industry and the scientific community on, on coming up with treatments and, and, and vaccines uh, to, to confront this pandemic. Um, I mean, it's, it's pretty well unprecedented, isn't it, in, in, in terms of the, you know, what we might have seen in, in regard to other medical challenges. Is, have you seen anything like this before? Certainly, this is unprecedented. At the moment, we're discussing with over 100 uh, companies who have therapeutics at various stages of development, and that's within two years of the start of a new disease. That is unprecedented. The Executive Director of the European Medicines Agency, Emer Cook.